Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What up out there, podcast land? winds up to and take a swing to point at you. When, you, when you're this decrepit, you got you can't make any sudden movements. No. You got to prepare for everything. And just let y'all know, um, uh, this is the third try. And it ain't getting no better. The last one, Dan all of a sudden goes, hey! And <laughs> we should have kept that talk. one. Should have. So it, apparently the five-minute song caught Dan by surprise <laughs> when it ended. Don't do well under pressure. Yeah. <laughs> Just let you, you know. You seem to be off your game as far as hitting them. But are we unmuted? You are, yes. And we're recording, so we're, I mean. Okay, we're, we're ahead of the game. We're yeah, gold. we're yes. gold, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So what's good, y'all? Hey. Got my home slice, Miss Mona, with me. Hey, hey. Hey. Got your old corn dog over there. Still here. So glad. Mm. So, um. Yes. Anybody email yet? Uh, I know it dropped today. We, we're taping this not, a week ahead. Right, not as of this recording. Yeah, I mean, everybody knows we don't today. record live. So it dropped today. Can't risk it, yeah. So, no, it, <laughs> we would have happened what just happened. <laughs> and then there's no coming back from that abyss. So yeah, I will keep checking it. Yeah, please. Hey. Yeah. I thought you had a pop top over there. <laughs> Just you know, they don't even make cans like that, Pepsi, that where you pop the top, mm-hmm. do they? I mean, you, it's just like you pull it literally yeah, off. You can, you. Oh no, no, no! I hadn't seen one of those. And you know, Pepsi's and Cokes. They used to you could pull it the whole, whole thing, yeah. thing clearly off now. Then I must not have been not allowed now. to drink that. I don't. I don't. Know. It was Pepsi. I, <laughs> I'm just saying, I must not have been allowed to have cans of soda. I don't know. Wait, wait, hold on. I got to address something really important now. <laughs> yes, I said soda. Growing up, is that what you said? No. You said pop, didn't you? I did say pop. Okay. I, I, I was like, there's no way you said soda. You know, 23 years in the Air Force, you travel around, you pick up words. I just call it drink. <laughs> I call it drink, drink, too. I got a drink, man. <laughs> or soda pop. <laughs> soda pop. <laughs> I put it all together. There you go. Yeah, boy. There you go. Anyway, so <laughs> I like them grape soda waters. There you go. <laughs> So I drink. That's all. Mona could have said. She drinks in Brazil. I, I, look, we get there the first day. I'm like, I go to grocery store. Why? <laughs> look, her and her and Amy Heath were with me the first time, and they're like, Why? I'm like, I need some grape soda waters. <laughs> what? They're like, What? Is is it knee high? Fanta. Fanta. Grape oh, Fanta. Oh, okay. Which yeah, they do yeah. sell in America, but yeah. I don't drink them here. It's just a Brazil thing. They just don't taste the same. Yeah, it's grape soda waters. <laughs> so there you go. And I've I, I drank on occasion an orange soda water. Mm. Yeah. Um, but mostly it's just, and she can attest when I run out, hey, got to go back grocery store. <laughs> yeah. We you go get your grape soda waters. Rick and Amy go get their cokes. Yeah. And what do you go get? Well, I had some c- cokes, regular cokes, <clears throat> which I don't usually drink. But we also drink a lot of coffee. Mm. A lot of coffee. A lot of coffee. Yeah. So, funny story here. So, this is just from Mark Caldwell. He asked for this. They give us a, 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 a menu, right, of, of sodas, of uh-huh. coffees. And he asked for this one. And they're like, well, you can't get that. He says, wait, do you have espresso? Yes. 
Do you have caramel? Yes. Do you have Chantilly, which is um, whipped cream? Whipped cream. Mm. They went, yeah, he went, then you have this drink, <laughs> this coffee. <laughs> and they were, and literally, it was like a light bulb. They went, oh, okay, yeah, we do. You have the power. <laughs> you can make this. That's the three ingredients. <laughs> I mean, they were just sincere. Nope, we ain't got that. <laughs> but I mean, I, even I got oh. that. That was that was good. <laughs> so, hey, Brazil, love you guys. Yay. Somebody go to that little coffee shop, drink one of those Chantilly <laughs> drinks for me. <laughs> All right, God bless you. All right, love you guys. Anyway, um, so um, we're back on the parable of the unforgiving servant, and Mona and I are going to co-lead today. <laughs> oh, is that how it's going? I work? love the sound of this. <laughs> Watch out, Dan. Your name's coming soon. Dan's going to get one. Well, we, you know, we did that one series we where did. I led a week, you yeah. led a week, Dan led a that week, was and a we did Psalm series. It was. It was. Oh, yeah. You know what? A couple summers ago. Maybe we should go back to that. There are so many psalms that are so good. Yeah. Like a hundred and how many? Fifty. Yeah. Uh, my, I'm pretty sure I, I go back and listen to the week that I led. You can hear me sweat. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say anything, but yeah. You should have been in the room. There was a river of sweat running into my bathroom. I was like, wait, I wasn't. <laughs> I forget we're talking to other people. When yeah. We're doing that. So hey, so today we're gonna talk. We're we're gonna really focus on what forgiveness is. I made a statement last week that forgiveness is an act of the will. Mm-hmm. Now, this parable says it's an act of the heart. Mm-hmm. How do we connect the two? Mm-hmm. So I want you to be thinking about that. Um, I want you to go ahead and read. Give us a context for today. Because okay. we got to have context. What do you want me to read? Just uh, read it all. It's good. Okay. I mean, you know, and then, Dan, you're going to pray, and then we're going to think about what I just asked you guys. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. I read it last week and didn't laugh. <laughs> Did a great job, might I? Hey, I, yeah. I heard it. I listened to it again today. I don't usually laugh, so I'm not sure why you brought that up. Well, you're giggling now. Well, all right. So Matthew 18, starting at verse 21, right? Then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but 77 times. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. When he began to settle, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. And since he could not pay, his master ordered him to be sold with his wife and children and all that he had and payment to be made. So the servant fell on his knees, imploring him, have patience with me and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the master of that servant released him and forgave him the debt. But when that same servant went out, he found out. He found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii, and seizing him, he began to choke him, saying, Pay what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down and pleaded with him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you. He refused and went and put him in prison until he should pay the debt. When his fellow servants saw what had taken place, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their master all that had taken place. Then his master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant. I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me and should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you. And in anger, his master delivered him to the jailers until he should pay all his debt. 
So also my heavenly Father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you again for this time where we can come together and explore your word together. And we know that it never returns void. There is always something that we can can learn more about you and more about uh, our purpose here. And Heavenly Father, I just thank you for the fact that we can rejoice because our debts have been paid by the blood of Jesus Christ. It's in his name we pray these things. Amen. 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 So I do want to get to this. So last week I said, I, reading it, I want to make sure I, I got it right. We said it's an act of the will. You have to want to forgive somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he said at the very end, if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. So mm-hmm. there, the heart is absolutely connected to the will. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you've had people, let's be honest, you've had people, well, let's just go, look, um, you've heard talk about godly sorrow and worldly sorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same, it's to me, it's, we're really right on the same page of that. Would you agree or disagree? Yeah. yeah. Um, so what, why, why does the heart have to be involved in forgiving somebody? Well, I didn't have time to look up the verse, but we're told, um, that the heart is the wellspring of life. Mm -hmm. And so out of our heart comes everything. And the Bible talks so much about the heart because our heart, when it's referring to the heart, it's referring to every bit of us, every, every part of us, our emotions, our will, our intellect, our ambitions, every part of us is centered in our heart. And so in order for us to forgive as an act of our will, then it has to be in our hearts or else it won't be an act of our will. We won't desire to do that. It won't be a part of that. That was Proverbs 4.23. That, That's what you're looking for. Oh, oh, we're looking at you now. <laughs> I got, well, I mean, that that pretty much sums it up perfectly. Like, it, I'm going to say it a lot less prettily than you will. I'm already off to a great start. Really? Um, and y'all say, I make up work. <laughs> but, but no, the whatever is, is in your heart is what's going to be carried out by the rest of your body. And so, you know, if there's forgiveness being carried out, then forgiveness is in your heart. And on the flip side, if you don't have forgiveness in your heart, you're never going to carry it out. You're not going to have any desire to. You're not going to, uh, you can't put forth something that's not inside of you. That's right. You know, I think you know you're you're right. Um, but here, here's in Second Corinthians: for godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation without regret, whereas worldly grief produces death. And it's like if if you don't really care about somebody else and you have no desire to forgive them from the heart, you're gonna hold. Re- I mean, it opens it up. You're gonna lead to bitterness, resentment, mm-hmm. and you know, bitterness is nothing. Me being mad at you, Dan. And wanting you to die, mm-hmm. right. and I have a cup of poison for you, but I drank it. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Right. That's what, and that's what unforgiveness in your heart will mm-hmm. do. Right. Mm-hmm. It just it destroys you. Yes. Why? Well, half the time, the person you haven't forgiven probably doesn't even know that you haven't yeah. forgiven, <laughs> so they're just lollygagging through life and think everything's fine. Yeah. But it's. I mean, not, I literally have had people not, that right. were like so mad at me, and I never knew it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But you, but the person who isn't forgiving, they know it and they stew on it and they, and it does eat them up because yeah. you just can't, you don't let it go. You know, I preached, um, by the way, and, and I was also thinking as I wrote, as I, we were talking, when Jesus was asked the greatest commandment, I just think it's funny and it goes back to the Old Testament. Um, 
you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart. Mm-hmm. He starts out with the heart. Mm-hmm. Yep. The seed of your emotions, the seed of right where your mm-hmm. soul, I believe, is sort of located. Mm-hmm. Yep. You, I mean, you don't say I broke my liver <laughs> or I have a broken spleen. <laughs> I have a broken heart. Yep. Yep. It's where our emotions lie. Yeah. And it's 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 from that, the wellspring of life. But from that, your your day is created when, when your heart, we, we say my heart's heavy. Mm-hmm. My heart is full of joy. Yep. My heart is is hurting. I'm brokenhearted. I've got joy deep down in my heart. So everything that it, when it talks about who we are and how we are, it it stems from our heart. Right. And and so the first thing he says is you're going to love the Lord your God with all your heart. And so when you love God with your heart, mm-hmm. you begin to understand who he is. Mm-hmm. And when you have the Holy Spirit residing in you, he's going to prompt you to want to forgive. Right. Because it does go back to nobody's ever going to hurt Hank the way Hank hurt God. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely, right. yeah. And so God forgave me. But what I was saying about my sermon I preached all day was, do you remember, so here it is. Mark and, I mean, Paul and Barnabas go on their first missionary journey, boom, bada, boom, bada, boom. They take apparently take John Mark with them. Well, somewhere, sort of the beginning of that journey, Mark's like, Mark leaves. I'm headed back home. right. Nobody knows why. Right. I mean, anybody tells you they know why, that's not true. The Bible does not give clarity. <laughs> am I am I wrong? No. I mean, it just says right. he went home. Yes. And so they get ready to go on their second one, and I've hit the mic twice. <laughs> they get ready to go on the second one, and Barnabas is like, we're taking Mark. And Paul is like, no, we're not. Right. And I mean, the Bible literally says their disagreement became so sharp, mm-hmm. they parted ways. Yes. Now, the enemy would say... Yeah, <laughs> I, I broke up the dynamic duo, right. but then he has to watch and go, well, Paul now takes Silas, and Barnabas just takes Mark, mm. and they go separate ways. So now that's instead of one group right. out, I got two groups going out. Right. Well, that stinks. Right. <laughs> but you get, to the, you get to where I preached at the end of Colossians chapter 4, and he said, Paul writing, says, and by the way, when Mark comes to you, remember what mm-hmm. I've told you when I wrote to you. Right. He's okay. basically his medicine. He's okay. Right. And then you get to Second Timothy, Paul's last days, and he says, "Bring Mark with you. He's useful to my ministry." Right. There was forgiveness, so you have to believe that there was also forgiveness between him and Barnabas. Yes. Right. You don't say that kind of thing about somebody you're holding a grudge against. No. Yeah. Right. yeah. So how? And so what I said was, now coming back full circle to my sermon, friends can move past grievances they will have with each other. Right. If if my irritation or hurt or pain or anger or whatever is so big towards you, Dan, Mm -hmm. that I can't get over it, we were never friends. Right, Mm -hmm. right. And and by the way, that says more about me than you, especially if you're sitting there going, you don't even know I'm mad, yeah, or you yeah. don't even know, you're like, well, I forget. You know, let's say we had this big disagreement, and we both were mad at each right. other, but at some point, you're like, man, I don't really care anymore. I'm, I'm good. You're yeah. good. But I refuse. Mm-hmm. I'm the ungodly one, yeah. according to the parable that we're reading, right. yeah. and and you're the guy. So now, I'm really the one drinking a cup of bitterness. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So what's your thoughts? I, I mean, I you agree. deal with about, about being the heart, and I know I sort of left you. I just sort of ended that whole uh-huh. thought, but there is something about the heart. I believe if we're really going to talk about forgiveness, you got to talk about the heart. Yes, and because of where your heart yeah. is, 
Well, and I think, what did we talk about last week? I think that we talked about um, it being an act of the will because it's not a part of our natural man. And so um, we have to decide to forgive. And in order to do that, we have to engage the Holy Spirit. Um, We have to lean on the Holy Spirit for that because within ourselves, um, it's not there. And so in order um, for us to extend forgiveness, um, we have to... um, we have to get that from the Holy Spirit. And you have to be living out Galatians 2.20. Right. Right. Yes, and I, I think in my head I was sort of headed that way and then forgot. Yeah. But right, because when we are all about our own self and our feelings have been hurt and our... Um, just it's when it's all about us, myself, then that's when we... Hold on to the grudges and hold on. Yeah, to we the get all up in our feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. But when we're not living that way, when it's all about Jesus and living Jesus's life in us and not our own selves, then um, our perspective totally changes, and so then, um, then we are able to extend that forgiveness. I mean, you are who you are, but you're, you're completely changed on the inside. Mm-hmm. You become that new creation, right? That prior to would would hold grudges. Would just be mean and cut mm-hmm. people off. Right. You cannot cut people off. Right. And and along with that is just the fact that uh, at some point, hopefully in your walk, you want to do things simply for the fact that you're being obedient to God's will. Yes. Yeah, right. I think it ultimately comes. You know, that's yeah. the, when you submitted your will. That's right. what happened. Absolutely, right. and and that's it's one of those things where, you know. It's not about. I mean, there there has to be the heart. There has to be all those things. But those things, I, I don't want us to get confused with. Well, I feel like I shouldn't. It's not just a feeling. It's that your heart's been turned over to God, and that more than anything, you want to be obedient to Him. So that, like you were saying, the the slight that I perceived against me no longer matters because I know God's will is for me to reconcile with my brothers in Christ. Right. And so you you have to and and we see that when um, Paul says you know bring him because he's useful to the ministry yeah. he realizes the ministry even if they didn't personally work out whatever the ministry is more important than what's going on between them if they didn't work it, out yeah and I thought you could put it this way the ministry was bigger than Paul yeah right mm-hmm. yeah I mean now if and if you're going to say the ministry was bigger than Paul. Then the ministry's bigger than <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. It's bigger than all of us. And yeah. all of them. I mean, yeah. you know, Paul, yeah. I, I consider truly to be, if you're going to do this, now I know the ground's level for the cross, mm. but let's just be honest, he's the greatest missionary ever, yeah. and, and, yeah. and I believe the greatest Christian to walk face of the earth. Now, you could put Stephen up there, but he, I would put Paul because Paul lived a full life, right? Right. basically, right. where Stephen's was cut short because, I mean, he stood up, yeah. Yeah. you know. Yeah. And but even then, I mean, how do you get to the place? And, and I guess this is where I was really thinking about where we need to go. When where do you? How do you get to the place of? And it's an easy answer. <laughs> where Jesus says, "Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do." And then Stephen says, "Father, forgive them, yeah. for they know not what they're doing." Now he says the same, basically mm-hmm. the same thing. Jesus, yeah. said. how do we? Because in our minds, what we would say is, "Well, you know, one is Jesus." <laughs> Number two, Stephen, he's a biblical character. Well, that dude was no more than us. Right, mm-hmm. right. How do we get 
to that place where you can say, I forgive you. No matter what's been done. Mm -hmm. How do we do that? I think it goes back to everything that we've yeah, already you said. said that a little bit, but right? I want to reiterate that. That, that because it's, we go to Galatians two twenty, where it's not my life; it's Christ Jesus' mm-hmm. life, and I've been crucified to myself. Um, and then it's the living out, the walking by the Spirit, and not walking by the flesh. And when we walk by the flesh, we um, satisfy the desires of the flesh. But when we walk by the Spirit, we just satisfy the desires of the Spirit. And so, um, I think those are the the biggest things that come into play. Um, and as you said, we are, we do become new creations. And it doesn't mean that, it doesn't mean that we don't still struggle with our human nature yeah. and our nature of sin because we're not released from that nature of sin until we're in heaven. But, but we are, uh, <laughs> he's looking at me like, um, yeah, um, but we are new creations, so. Well, I was going to say, but we are released from the power of We that. are. Yes, absolutely. But we're not the... The presence of it. No, yes. Not until you get to heaven. Right. But the power of it. Yes. But yes, I, I agree with that 100 and mil- million times. <laughs> but the... Pro- look, Rick Flair. <laughs> I was about week, to say, we just Rick Flared this thing. Oh, Sergeant beautiful. Sparta last week, Rick Flair this week. In order to... <laughs> In order to the calm um, when rains live is back in. out the fact that we are no longer under the power of sin, we have to be under the power of the Holy Spirit. Come on. And and I think that too many people don't know what that power of the Holy Spirit is. And they don't they haven't um they don't have a full grasp of that in their life. And so they don't know that you can say no to these sins because you you rely on the Holy Spirit and then you can say no to the yeah. sins. And yes, we're, we're all still going to sin, but we do have that release from that power because of the Holy Spirit that's yeah. in us. So tell us, Dan, <laughs> you, you've been mighty quiet today. <laughs> and it's been a great episode, might I add, <laughs> let me tell you. No, but we're, we're talking about all this and I want to, I don't miss it. So how do we get to that point mm-hmm. of, the Holy Spirit being so being the most prevalent in our right. life. Now you get what I'm saying. Yep. Now we we but we all are in agreement. When you're saved, you get the Holy Spirit. Right. Yep. But the question is, yep. how do we let Him be the leading force right. in our life? Right. Oh, good grief. Uh, Ultimately, it's a simple. I mean, it's, you know, just see that. I mean, if it's so simple, I like to like to throw Mona the softball, but um, <laughs> don't want to tax her too much. But the. Uh, <laughs> No. So, I mean, I, I'm just going out on a limb here. Um, first of all, you have to know, you have to recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit. All right. You've got to spend time in your word. you got to spend time uh, in prayer. Oh, yeah, there you go. There you you've go. Got to, you've got, well, and, and it eventually should lead to a perspective change. So often, and, and I'm glad I'm glad you asked me that question, even though I, I just sweated through my shirt a little bit. Um <laughs> I'm glad you asked me that question because I was just sitting here thinking it really look at your prayer life. Are you praying saying, Dear Lord, let this happen because I want it to happen? Or are you saying, Dear Lord, let me know your will so that I can be obedient to it? Mm-hmm. And and that was I'll just be honest, that was personally huge for me to stop saying, 
okay, Lord, here's how I want this thing to work out. Please let it happen this way. And saying, Lord, I know you're in control. Show me what you would have me do. Mm-hmm. And and I think so many of us go for that first one that that we don't consult God's will. We don't say what you know. Am I living by the spirit? Or am I living by the flesh? We just say, well, this is what I won't let work out this yeah. way. You know, what you got and and yeah, what you said. I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of concise it down. Yeah. You have to cultivate that relationship mm-hmm. with the Holy Spirit. Right. Like I said Sunday in this, well, it would, when this drops <laughs> a week ago, um, in that first um, point of, about Elijah hearing the voice of the Lord. Yes. He wasn't in the windstorm. He wasn't in the rainstorm. He wasn't in the fire. He wasn't in this. He wasn't in all the rock. Then it says, then he heard a low whisper. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, that's when you hear the mm-hmm. voice of the Lord in a, in a low whisper. Right. And you're only going to hear him when you're attuned to hear him. Yes. Well, you can't recognize a stranger's voice. No. Yeah. Oh, you'll start yelling, stranger danger. <laughs> Just another moment ruined by Hank. Thank you for that. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> but I'm saying if you if you don't know and and literally people ask me, well, what does his voice sound like? And, and this is the key. Mm-hmm. I, I can't tell you how he talks to you. I know how he talks to Hank. Right. Yep. I promise it's not your voice though. No, you know, no, no, no. It's not. If it, it always is. agrees with you, it's not his yeah. voice. Yeah. <laughs> if you never have that filter and you going, uh, no, 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 no. Right. You need to check <laughs> your salvation. I know, I know the Lord so well that he and I always agree on everything. <laughs> agree on, I'm telling you, if that's the case, you don't know the Lord. Absolutely. Period. <laughs> and it, but, and so you have to, but it, all right, circle back. It's all about your will. Yep. Now we've spent this whole episode really, which is what I wanted to do, talking about somebody's will and how you have to, at some point, Disengage your selfish desires and your will. Yep. And place yourself mm-hmm. in the will of the Lord. Yep. And the only way to do that, straight up reading his word, mm-hmm. spending time in prayer. Mm-hmm. And this is where we fall short on the first two. And then being a part of a godly church. Mm-hmm. Uh, church has faults, it has flaws. But it is God's church. I literally said this yeah. week, this not this not Marion's church. Right, right. It's God's church, mm-hmm. and so that's going to lead you to be counterculture to everything about this world. Yeah. Right. Is you're not going to you're not going to find you're going to be restless. You guys ever restless in your spirit? Mm. Oh, yeah. You know, More go back to the night. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, C.S. Lewis says if that's the case, you just prepare for somewhere else. Yes. Yeah. So, big thought. Um, I, I don't know. I don't have a big thought. Well, I'll I never start. have you, a big you, thought. Uh, it's my struggle. I'll start in that I way. I never have one right off the bat. Mine. Okay. Yeah, let, I was like, let's get that clear. <laughs> you've, had, you've had one or two, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's gone on for five or two minutes. <laughs> um, no, I'll, I'll start mine, and then they'll be wowed by yours coming up, and they'll forget what I said, and it'll be great. Um, no, it, it, a lot of it, though, I think just comes down to do you love other people yeah. you know do you care do you, is your heart broken because you fractured that that relationship with them do you care do you want to be part of their journey to to knowing christ in in their journey to heaven or do you would are you just worried about yourself mm-hmm. you know and so then sort of along those lines i would say preach the gospel to yourself every day mm-hmm. because i literally have a book that says that yeah 
Um, and it's in one of those, one of the, um, it's in another book too. I don't remember which one. Um, but when we remind ourselves about what Christ did for us, what God did for us in sending his son and what Christ did for us in going to the cross mm. um, and the forgiveness that we've been given, which we have talked about and talked about a lot last time. He's still looking for that book. Um, <laughs> but when we remind ourselves of that, then we can have a true um, understanding of who we are and what we have experienced, and thus we can allow others to experience mm. it on our behalf also. It's called the gospel primer. Okay. And it really says you got to preach the gospel mm-hmm. yourself every day. Um, have you read it? I don't think you so. should read it. I think I read a different I, one. I'm one of He's still looking. That's mandatory <laughs> for both of you. <clears throat> um, <laughs> that was so much funnier before you said that. <laughs> and you guys are so right. Here's mine. I don't want to hear. You can't. Mm-hmm. Truth is, if that's your statement, it's not that you can't, it's that you won't. Absolutely. Yep. The love of God, I'm going to go back to this, man. I have quoted this so much over the past six months. The love of God has been shed abroad in your hearts, Romans 5, 5. Right. And if that's the case, you have the ability to love like Jesus. I'm going to tie both of yours in. Mm-hmm. And when you love like Jesus, you forgive like Jesus. And when you forgive like Jesus, there's nobody or nothing that you cannot forgive. Absolutely. Period. Don't come at me with right. what, what, nope, 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 period. Yep. There's nothing yep. you cannot forgive. That's right. And that's the end of that. Mm. Right. So next week, <laughs> where are we at? I don't know. I'll tell you what. I'll let you know. <laughs> so, hey, let's, um, let's pray, and then um, I'll close. Father, Lord, we've talked a lot about your will today. And our will being submitted to your will. That That's the true next step of, of belief and discipling. Is once we accept you as Lord and Savior is to submit our will and our way and our life. We lost our rights at Calvary and they became your rights to us. Help us to live out Galatians 2.20 and all this that we've talked about. Lord, we love you. You're worth it. You are so worth it. And God, just be with us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, I'm Hank Meadows. I'm pastor of Marion Baptist Church. And I've got my home slice, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. Got my main man over there, Jelly Bean, a.k.a. Corn Dog. Yep, yep. And um, God bless you guys. Bye, y'all.